I'd like to start off this episode with an apology. We were recording this episode, um, and the first five minutes are good, and then my voice gets a little crackly, uh, and that wasn't acknowledged until about 10 minutes after that happened. So uh, unfortunately, there's some crackliness for about 10 minutes on my voice. We do fix that. You'll hear the difference as the podcast gets in. So if you can bear it, please enjoy this episode. The spooky episode of Comic Exposure. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic Exposure begins in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh, and with me, as always, is my little gremlin, my spooky boy, my goblin, ghoul, and mummy. The one. The only. You put 12 ghouls in a house and find out what happens when ghouls stop being polite and start getting real. Travis Rats here. (laughs) Travis Ratz and I bringing you the Comic Exposure Podcast, where we dive deep into graphic novels or trades, or we talk about what's going on in the world of nerddom, or just have a a session where we talk about stuff. You, my friends, are on a comic book club episode, and it is October, meaning it is spooky book season. Uh, Travis is eating a payday like he's in the Goonies. It's great. (laughs) We are doing... It's a payday, right? Isn't that what... Isn't that what he feeds Chunk? Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, Chunk feeds Sloth. Yeah, there we go. So yep. on the we are in for a spooky book treat. In fact, I'm assuming that this is going to be the first one that's going to go up in the three the three episode spooky season that we've got going on. Yep. We've we've tripled the spookiness in this season, Travis. This year it's more spooky than ever. Uh, and we've got two books. And a spooky variant going on. But let's kick it off with us for spooky season. A guest who is spooky herself, who is here for the spookiness. Uh, a yearly, mostly yearly tradition at this point. Andrea can solve it. It's, it's mostly yearly. Mostly. Mostly yearly. Mostly. <laughs> Hello and happy spooky season. It gentlemen. is. It is spooky season. And this is spooky. We let we let Andrea pick the two books that we're doing for spooky season. So it's been out of our hands, Travis. So if we hate these books, if we did not like them, if they are bad, it is Andrea's fault. It's all Just me. Everybody put it on the thing. Send me all the hate mail. Yeah. Send fans. Her, send her the hate mail. Oh, yeah. To it wasn't, fans. It wasn't um, like a strategy of like, what do you want to do? I don't know what you want to do. Let's have Andrea pick which ones to. <laughs> well, no, no, it wasn't that. We wanted to give we wanted to give our good friend the ability to impact. We the had show, like have 12 great books that we've been dying to read. And we're like, no, Josh. That would be rude. Yeah. Let the guest pick. Let the guest pick. So, Andrea picked two books. The book that we're talking about first today is we are doing, uh, let me pull up all the information. So, I've got it. It is The Nice House on the Lake, Volume 1. It's a black label book from DC, which just means it's a Vertigo book, right? Uh, The Nice House on the Lake, James Tinian IV, uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno, doing the art on that bad boy and Jordi Belair, the best in the biz when it comes to coloring, coloring this thing. Uh, so again, written by James Tinney in the fourth, uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno doing the art and then uh, Jordi Belair on colors. Uh, spooky, spooky book that we're into folks. Uh, um, so guys, I gotta, I gotta be real with you. I thought we were watching the lake house. 
Uh, oh, Keanu Reeves, man. Sandra Bullock, two-hander, which was spooky oh, in its own man. right. So I'm sorry. No, I bet, I bet, I bet there's one. parallels. I bet I'll be okay. It's probably fine. It's yeah. probably fine. The magic, magic mailbox one, right? Yeah, yeah magic it's, mailboxes. Yeah. It's in the yeah. comic. I right? kept calling it the last house on the left. Yeah, which there's a lot of houses. Yeah. Horrific. Uh, <laughs> isn't West there, Craven movie. <laughs> isn't there a movie out where she's in a house and then across the lake is the same house, but it's the evil house? I think that's one. There's a lot she of like houses. keeps seeing things across. House I think movie. it's called the I think it's called the House Lake House or something. It's something I can't remember her name, but she's been in other movies. Not a big actress, but big enough to where you'd see her. You're like, oh yeah, I've seen her and stuff. Let's is talk- this a streaming movie? I assume no, it was in the theaters. Movie. I think Let's it was, in the- was it? lakes yeah. and what's so spooky about them? Because you know, like uh, that whole Jason stuff happens on a lake, right? Isn't it like a lake in a, yeah. in the woods? I mean, there's a lot. Well, of it's spooky. It's spooky like, because- lake Have you ever been in a lake? Have you ever been in a lake, Travis? I went to Lake Placid. Been in a lake? Beautiful and calm. But have you been in a lake? Goddamn alligator shut up. Yes, I have. And it is spooky. <laughs> it's the bottom. You can touch the, the, the bottoms are gross. It's, yeah. it's the muck. Muck yeah, in and of itself. And, is it. and when you when you have muck, it lends itself to more creatures, Yuck. I feel. And it's not just like a fish situation. It's like things that crawl. Yeah, and, and, and you, you know. can't see into the lake. Lakes right. are gross. And at some point they get really deep and you don't know when that is, right? It's not like the ocean. Right. The, the ocean you know is deep. Yeah. yeah, but lakes you can just drop right off. Yeah, you don't know when it's going to happen, and boom. Yeah, yeah and in oceans you got a nice like you have like hard coral reefs. Here, that muck, anything can be buried in the muck. Nonstop creepiness. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a lake a lot in New England. Uh, my grandparents had a cottage, and it was on a lake, and we went. And I uh, would only go until I could still see the ground. And then once I couldn't see the ground, I was like, nope. And I got in the dinghy, and then I go fishing with my pole. I feel like the lake ocean. My parents, my, my grandparents had a, a cabin on the lake as well. Ooh, that's a good We're so like spoiled. I feel like the difference between a, a, a lake and an ocean would be the equivalent of like a porta potty and a running toilet. Like one is constantly recycling itself, cleaning yeah. itself out. You know, yeah. it's yeah, alive, yeah. and the other one's just dead. One's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, yeah, shit in there. stagnant, stagnant shit. Um, so. Let's let's talk. Let's talk book. Andrea, why what what about this book appealed to you? Um I I don't know why it sounds so dumb. like the cover. No, really but I want it's like me. it's not as though that you are an avid comic book reader, right? So no. when I pitched it to you and said, All right, you picked the spooky books, how did you go about finding the spooky books? What was um, your process? My process, my initial process was I Googled, Googled the top scary. ten horror okay, comics. Google that's good. Google Tinian. <laughs> Google Tinian, James Tinian and then Bueno, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, they did something together. That's awesome." No, I, uh, I, yeah, I just Google because I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have my finger on the pulse of comics. No, that's that's the question, so the question I, I, being presented, that, right? yeah, no, and that's kind of just to give me a baseline. Yeah. and then I went down a massive rabbit hole and had like ten comics that I was mm. looking at. And then well, I, you did look at a list of 10. So that makes sense. You're like top 10. And then I look at, I looked at multiple lists. Oh, let okay. me tell you, not all comic books and not everybody's speaking the same language in no. the comic book world at all. Was there a lot of like, basket full this, of heads on those lists? It was always basket full of heads, baby. That's the best one. Or was there <laughs> my I, favorite? Was there like manga on there? Cause I'm always, or like graphic novels. Cause Stop. those pop up and yeah. yeah, a couple. And I immediately was like, 
No, thank you. No, I, no I can't even. No manga. What was the I one can't. that we read, Travis? We read the one about. We read Hero. that manga, the Hero. zombie manga. Hero. My name is Hero. What is it? Something like that. It's on my. It's I remember. Uh, I think one. it was called yeah. uh, uh, "I Can Be Your Hero, Baby." Yes, I can be your hero. That's what it was. That's what it was. By Enrique Iglesias. All right. So you came to Nice House on the Lake. You thought you thought that's a that's a cute cover. She's I, on a lake with a bunch of bones. I'm I in. thought it was yeah. I thought it was a really yeah. cool cover. It was super creepy. Um, I love stories about um, I don't know. It's kind of how I like my horror movies. I love stu- stories about isolation. I love stories mm. that are in usually one location. Okay. I love interesting characters. And this man. Talk about, I needed like a Game of Thrones family tree for yeah. this one. That's Tyrion. This was that a lot. <laughs> hey um, But yeah, it just, it had, it checked all my boxes. I really, really liked it. And then it was, when I started it, it was like absolutely beyond what I thought. It just went so much crazier. Mm-hmm. Than I thought it was going to because I really thought it was going to be like a simple spooky spooky house spooky whatever on the yes, lake. Yes, but it's yeah, not. It's, it's got a small title. Right? It's, it's, it's so, very small. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, so it seems can, here. It's yeah. way. I made a tiny. I'm sorry. We're on a podcast. I made That's tiny okay. hands, and then I. They're very. It was more. It was yeah. much more. Much yeah. more than I thought. Trav, can you give us like the the quick and dirty? What is this book? Uh, yeah, remember when sure. I used to put you on the spot yeah, like this? Yeah, 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 remember, yeah. Right, this, we've done the show long enough that we used to do give me the plot in one minute. Yeah, and we yeah. hadn't for a long time, so no. I just stopped even no. trying to briefly before we started the show running yeah. that through my head. Uh, this is actually going to be 20 minutes of Travis just fumbling. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> there's a lake uh, and there's a house on it and, and muck. Um, no, so the the story uh, enters. It's, it's about a group of friends from different ages. Uh, it's about a friend group. Uh, at, yeah. its heart, at its core. Okay, here, the fumbling begins. At its core, it's about yeah. a friend group. Now, um, it is about this close friend group from different eras. You know how you different, different. Like, uh, uh, Josh, you're my education podcasting friend, but so much more. Yeah. Uh, and then you well, have then you've, got, then you've got your friends from high school and your friends that you school. met along the way, right? It's the journey. It's your journey, friends. Yeah, yeah. Not the, the journey, friends. friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so all these people are connected by this guy named Walter. Like, Walter is the connecting friend between the friend groups. And you got to have that. Like, that's always like six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon. Like, how do we all know six each other? Six degrees of Walter. Six degrees yeah. of Walter. Like, you know, you know McCloy through me and then all this other stuff, right? So yeah. um, it's about this group of friends who are invited to this lake house for like the period of like a week or something like that because they haven't seen each other in a long time. And Walter sends this email out to them like, hey, haven't seen you guys in a long time. Life is busy. Let's meet up and let's just, you know, uh, no excuses. You got to be there. So the story starts with them all showing up to the house. It's this beautiful, gorgeous lake house. It's the ideal lake house. And we're talking about, we're talking about a cabin on a lake. We're talking about a cabin. We're talking about like architectural digest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's the yeah. big famous architect? The only one I thought I knew the name to of all architects in the world. He's got to play something. Well, the Arizona guy. Yeah, the Arizona Frank Lloyd guy. Wright. Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright. Wright. <laughs> it's a Frank Lloyd Wright uh, uh, type place. Yeah, uh, and of course they show up there, and guess what, guys? Things aren't as they seem, and they quickly yeah, find so out, yeah, that the world around the them world, world has ended. been destroyed. Apocalypse. Yeah. Some say in fire, some say in ice. I choose fire, but ice would also be quite nice. 
Um, that's a Robert Frost poem, Furious. also yeah. in this book. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so uh, that is the initial premise, and then we have to start figuring out basically what what's happened is, uh, well, can I, let's let's give the other underlying current is that Walter yeah. is not of this world; he's not a human being, and this whole story seems to be some sort of social experiment or test on humanity um, that Walter, this other entity, um, seems to have a real attachment to these people. So you're unsure if he is trying to save them or is he manipulating them? Uh, Is it a test? Is it a sanctuary? Is it a prison? I don't know. And you don't know either at the end of volume one. Well, and there's vignettes along the way that show them in the future of the apocalypse, right? Where they're all like geared up. They're like missing an eyeball and they have like weapons and stuff like that. So it's like this interesting, like, that's the one part I didn't get. And I don't know if that makes you, Travis, you said you started reading volume two. That's the part for me. I was like, that's a part that took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But otherwise yeah. it was a really interesting, it was really interesting premise. It, it, we've seen this in lots of media, this idea that a group of people coming together in one spot, let's see what happens. It is very real world. Travis, you made that joke at the beginning of it, you know, about putting the ghouls together in a house. And that's really what this is. It's I know, a real it world a connection, but yeah, it, it was real world, but, a, but a mystery of what's going on and why they're there. And you get those flashbacks and, and all this, a large cast of characters, large cast of characters, uh, Andrea, you said that you, you know, you picked this out and you started reading it and you're like, okay, this is bigger than I thought, better than I, than I anticipated. Yeah. What was it about it that hooked you in to keep reading it? As someone who doesn't read comic books all that often, it, it, it can be a, for people who don't read, it can be like, oh man, it can be a, it can be a slog sometime if it's not a medium that you're into. What kept yeah. you going on a book like that? Um, I think the fact that, um, <clears throat> cause yeah, the apocalypse thing where they're going back and forth. Um, and that's kind of how they're doing their exposition dump kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, that kind of threw me a little bit. Cause I was like, Oh, is this going to be like a friggin' not that I don't love Mad Max, whatever, but like, is it going to be like a Mad Max? Is this going to be the whole story or do I get my time in the nice house on the lake? Um, but once, uh, like the f- initial character, uh, I think her name is Ryan. She's the artist yeah. and she's introducing Walter and one of the artists. She, one of the artists, yes. Um, one, uh, when she introduced Walter and he was just kind of this creep and stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, he's a creep? Like, my, like, true crime, like, little antenna went up. I was like, okay, so what is this? What's the deal with this guy? And um, and then I saw, like, he, they send he sends an email and they have, like, an actual email that you're sitting there reading in the, yes. in the book. And I think that was the thing. I'm like, oh, okay, this is, they're telling the story and they're revealing all these, like, bits and pieces from the narrative, like, in different ways. And, and it just got crazier and crazier. There's grocery lists and, like, I am messages and, like, the... It, the level of like different mediums that they used in this story was so interesting that like, it just kept me hooked. I just wanted to keep seeing like, how much are they going to reveal and how are they going to reveal yeah. it? Um, so I really enjoyed that. Cause they were, they were all really excellent, like how they wrote them, but yes. the dialogue was so snappy and mm-hmm. so rich that it just, I, I was immediately settled in yeah. and like wanted to know. That different mediums you're talking about. I also think that I don't know how many it was like five issues maybe in this volume, but it made it feel mm-hmm. much longer than our uh, our, yeah. uh, our other spooky book because you can pack so much story into a document, 
right? We've seen exactly. that before. Like in the Watchmen, you turn the page like, oh, I'm cruising. And then you turn to the page like, oh my God, well, how small is this text on this document? And do I have to read it <laughs> yeah. all? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. I, I, I really enjoy like the, the transcript pages. Although when yeah. you see the transcript page, you're like, shit, I have to read this transcript page. <laughs> it was a really, it was a really interesting like way to do that dump of what, what's the story you didn't hear in that room, right? Uh, and really it saves you like how many pages of comic book, Travis? I mean, like that's, mm. when we think about it, the modern comic book is 22 pages, right? And if, you, if you're going to tell a story in 22 pages in an issue, you have to like find a way, if you want to tell a rich, deep story to do that. And I think Tinian does that very well in here when, when it's that IM message or that the transcript page or whatever it is. And I think um, early on when we're introducing everybody and we get the little like, the artist love blah, that blah, 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 blah. that was gonna be the, my next thing that i said yeah was, that was the next thing i love i love when we get like characters introduced that way like and kind of like the first harry potter when you like have tokenism. like your characters yeah. running you're like yeah i love that and so that was really cool plus it like um my old dusty granny apple doll like brain was like yeah. oh this is helpful our apologies if you listen to the episode this is where hopefully the crackling stops uh what team you on grocery list grocery list so i like what so the grocery list piece of it andrea what is this grocery list what what are they able to do so um i don't i feel like bad kind of spoiling but it's it it's like it would make me want to read this more so um they have access to anything basically that they want and they just have to write it down and then it kind of just gets to the house in some way yeah. um so you have every character because they're all so incredibly different like like stereotypical like very different but like also there's a lot of depth there but um they all order just like whatever things they need but then there's this one guy the comedian who orders just anything anything yeah. he orders the most expensive liquor and then he's like another bottle of the most expensive liquor and like watches and then like he's in the ferris bueller costume there's a, there's one part where it's like every outfit that uh what's Leonardo it the DiCaprio. Uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. we're on vacation <laughs> yeah. uh just it's a it's a really interesting way and i think the one thing about that is like the so you've you've got this one character who does not want to be there and who keeps trying to order a straight razor so that she can kill herself but it won't come because the alien guy is like no I'm not like, or if he's an alien or a demon or interdimensional God being, I don't know what it is, but he won't give it to her. But the comedian doesn't matter anyways. And I don't know if we should yeah. say why. I don't know if we should say that. That's point. It doesn't matter anyways, yeah. but it is, it's a really, I will tell you, like I finished volume one and I'm like, dang it. Like I, Travis and I have talked about this a lot where we read a lot of, we used to read a lot of volume ones, right? At this point, we kind of like, we read like, oh, let's go. We did a lot of like, let's go back and read this thing that we're missing in our in our comic book life. We did a lot of like, hey, let's read this encapsulated. We read a lot of DC Black Label, which is like a, a story and it's done. This has been a while, Travis, since you, you and I have read a volume one that I'm like, oh, crap. Now I got to read volume two. I started like, reading okay. volume two. I <laughs> like I, it's Our, one of those things where like, I'm like, Oh, okay. This is what I remember what it was like again. Like, I don't think I could read this. And I mean, I don't even know if it's done right now. I don't know if it's still going in singles or not, but I feel like this would have been one had I been reading in single issues. And I'm like, okay, I need the next issue. I need the next issue. Right. Cause finishing this first volume was very much like, Oh my God, 
what's the yeah. what's gonna happen next right oh yeah. my god oh my god <laughs> well these people I, are forgive. not going to survive yeah. this freaking lake house already <laughs> this freaking lake house uh, so uh so andrea yes does this how is this book scratching your spooky book itch what are the things that did it for you what are the things that you're like yes this is a true spooky book because to me i don't know that this is a horror book yet yeah. it gets there at the end yeah i think there's a scene near the end that feels spooky but it is very like i guess i would say it feels very a24 or very jordan peel Right. Yeah. That kind of horror or could be like a little Ari Aster because they don't hold back on the gore. No, that is definitely one thing. Um, but it's it's mostly just contained to uh, seeing this horrific apocalypse that is happening to the it's rest of the world. Mostly just contained and to seeing this horrific apocalypse. Mostly. 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 <laughs> Am I missing a reference? I'm not. Oh, it's really. they, mostly, they, most, they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Newt says it. Newt. Good That's name right. for a pet. If I ever had another dog, I'm going to say Newt. Newt. <laughs> it turned me into a Newt. I got Newt. Better. I got better. Oh, now we're going to start quoting. Um, um, okay. So, so I, well, hold on. Let me yeah. change my thought. That's what I'm saying. Um, Go ahead. What is it? So, <laughs> so yeah. So the, but it's, I mean, it's, it wasn't so much like being like, oh, it looks really scary. It's the fact that people, because we live in a world, the world that we do, where everybody can communicate and say whatever they want all the time to everybody else, um, people are melting and they're talking about it on social media. And like, it's it's just it's how they describe it. Like, again, like we have IM messages and transcripts and grocery lists and we have like Twitter feeds or whatever we want to call yeah. that whole nonsense now um but it's that was like really unsettling um really super gross but also i yeah i would say i agree with you josh it's not like a full-on horror movie it has uh that tone building like that you know something really bad is happening um or is about to happen to these that's people I mean. it's just kind of that thing in the back that's like you're like oh this is it's unsettling but yeah. I wouldn't say it's like full blown horror. I would say it's more leaning into like, like you said, like a, a get out us kind of mystery. Right. To it. It, it feels very like you can, you keep waiting for the shoe to drop, right? Yeah. You keep yeah. waiting for the terrible thing to happen between this group of friends and you're getting the flashes in the future. And so, you know, something happens, right. but I don't know what it is. And so you keep waiting for that instance. I keep waiting for that moment when I'm going to get the, like the, Hey, this is the bad thing. Right. Yeah. Well, but it hasn't, it hasn't happened yet, except the moment that I, I mean, we didn't, we haven't spoiled it yet, but the moment where you're like, okay, that's very gory. That's the big gross thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But then it goes to, all right, we got to figure out where the hell we are, what's going on. So to me, it feels Jordan Peele. It feels very like tense. Yeah. Necessarily scary. Right. That's because you keep waiting for that thing to happen. Exactly. And like just the, the isolation and yeah. having all these people, which you have more revealed of certain, certain characters than others. And yes. so you don't know like the motivations for everybody in the house. So you're like, is Walter the problem or is it going to become kind of like a walking dead type thing where it's like, you don't fear the zombies anymore. You fear like the living. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, or is it the people in the house? Like, 
getting affected, so affected by this isolation, like, is that where the scary comes in? Is that where the problem lies? Right. Um, so yeah, it just, it's, it, it, it just keeps you like, it just pulls that little, it tugs that thread and just keeps you, keeps you going. Cause it, it really builds that mystery the whole time, like the yeah. whole time. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You talked about like, um, like the tokenism of it before and like, Oh, I could pick this person. Here's the thing. It's, you get to see yourself in these different people, depending on where you are in your own life. I got to tell you, I kind of, I'm kind of siding with Walter. That sounds like kind of like a pretty cool, like for me, if the world's going to die anyways, these aliens are going to invade it. And then like someone's like, hey, we're pulling you and all your best friends together in a house. I'd be like, okay, that sucks. Right. But I could have been dead in a gruesome, melty death. Could have melted now into like I get to live, a big old mess. Uh, Turning with the people that I like the best. Josh and I could talk about yeah. po- comic books forever. And, we could, and then we could order what I see. He's, there's like one scene where like the comedian, it's his, like it's a double page spread of his bedroom and there's a space monkey in it. And then yeah. there's action comics number one, like whatever yeah. he wants is in there. It's a very like, that's the thing that I think is really interesting because he really like, and I, he really like goes all out right away. Well, oh, I, mm-hmm. he's the person who says, oh, I can get whatever I want. I don't yeah. want just food to keep me alive. I want Cocaine. whatever. He's he's <laughs> testing that he's testing the boundaries of what he can get right, and yeah. I find I, that to me is the most interesting character, right? <laughs> Who's true. like, how do I get the? How do I get? Does this thing work, and how yeah. well does it work? Yeah. If I say I want this thing, am I going to get that thing? And and so, I, super interesting book. Really want to know what happens next, Travis. You started reading volume two. Is it keeping it going? Yeah. Does it feel like yeah, it's all it, 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 keeping the momentum? Yeah, going? it does feel like. I mean, this like I don't I don't know how if it's still going yet, like you said, or, or not. I do know that there was I think a volume three out maybe already. I think I saw a pop up there. Maybe that's a pre order. Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, it's got the same tone uh, that mm-hmm. the the narr- narrative structure of the apocalyptic beginnings. Yeah, uh, don't drop. Um, I will say that in the second volume. There, the the flashbacks to Walter in the past start yeah. to get a little bit maybe more exhausting. You're like, okay, well, because you you once you got that set up and once you know everyone's once you get to see everyone with Walter for a little bit, you know, in yeah. that first volume mm-hmm. of like, oh, this was a bit suspicious. Seeing it again and repeated yeah. in the second volume, like, no, the house part is what's interesting now. Right. I want to be in the house. (laughs) I think that's the, I think that's the, that's sometimes the downfall of comic books, right? Right. It's a medium that doesn't end. You're not contained to telling a story in two hours, right? You're not contained to telling telling a story in 12 episodes, eight episodes, 24 episodes of television, right? Whatever you've been given. Mm -hmm. If people are buying it, Walking Dead, you can tell this story for it. Yeah. Right. So narratively, in a tighter constraint, you might not go back to that well as many times. But when you're telling a long form comic book story, there's no reason for you not to go back. There's no, unless you have an editor who's really like, dude, let's get the story going. Right. Unless it's going to reveal something that's going to give me something new. Like, yeah, that is a bit. But as, but as a writer, I, you probably think this is giving you more depth to yeah. Walter. Yeah. right? Because sure we're not spending time. Yeah. We're not spending time with Walter presently, so let's yeah. go spend time with this character in the past. Well, I understand it, but I can. Volume two. Oh, so that okay, 
Um, there's some there's some I, resets. I, there's some resets uh, immediately, which, oh. which at first you're like, wait, what what's happening here? And then you're like, oh, okay. some buttons right. have okay. to push. I'll leave that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's I, but it's it's an interesting book, and I would I really want to read volume two. Um, so it'll it's on my on my list of things to read. So let's let's wrap up this conversation with with some art talk, right? What did we think worked well? Um, I, it's a beautiful book. It is. The art is fantastic. Yes. It is the, I mean, like. Walter's, Walter's glasses. Every time I see them, just the white, the white lenses. I don't even know what that is. Are they sunglasses? Are they reading glasses? They're dope. (laughs) Uh, it is a very cool way to do it. And I think the way that Walter is drawn is this, whatever he is with the other face, his face is kind of stretched out and like all of that. tornado, meat tornado. A meat tornado, uh, like the thing, but not. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, a very interesting, and, and the art style, Travis, I think it's that thing that you and I always appreciate that it's cartoony, but it's realistic at the same time. It feels a little, a little like David Aha or Aja. It's a little, yeah. um, you know, it feels uh, like, um, what's his name? Uh, it's a little Ed Brubaker or uh, Sean Phillips, right? It's got that that flavor of it. Uh, and then Jordi Bauer is just a great colorist, right? Like every book she touches, the palette is wonderful. She both uses color to give you a feeling, but at the same time uses color just, her palette is just, is fantastic. Just good stuff all around. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at like the neon room with the black light in right. it. Like it's it's mm-hmm. the way the way that they do it that she does internal lighting in in this is so good, so fantastic. And then the scenes that are outside, right? Like she does a very good job of like, oh, it's dark, so it's all blue, and it's white from the lightning, and it's raining, and all those things that she does very well. That it feels like those are uh that coloring is really good and the artist does a really good job it feels at times you know like sean phillips a little like um uh what's his name uh, he's always with tom king um mitch garrods right like it has that, that sort of like that mitch sort of, yeah yeah um it is a, just a supremely beautiful book and that's probably also why like oh i want to read volume two if it didn't look good you know, it's this black label, this vertigo, like the neo vertigo DC stuff, right? Uh, Travis, it feels vertigo, doesn't it? Yeah, it also feels like I know Tinian works with um, uh, Scott Snyder a lot. Yeah, and it feels yeah. like some of the stuff, like witches and things like that. I know Scott Snyder didn't. Oh, witches, witches but yeah. it feels a little bit kind of like that too. Um, yeah, and it just works for this book. It keeps you in there. It makes it. Adult, if you went completely cartooning on this, it would kind of undercut some of that that tone yeah. because, as you were saying, yeah. it doesn't quite feel necessarily as horror as you would think. So, if you were to take, if you were to make any more leaps towards cartooning, it would take away from that. And I think some of the art, yeah, allows it to feel more horror maybe than the story mm-hmm. at the start gives it uh, a right to be. Because um, yeah. I think they they went just enough with Walter when he turns into. <laughs> the meat tornado um because it could i think that could have gotten and i think that'll i'll that'll be a reference for our next book that yeah i was about to say that, that about like how do you do yeah 
how do you do a monster and the monster can add or take away from like the overall like oh this is scary or like yeah maybe this isn't this or scary. I'm like oh this is not great yeah. but I but I also hated because I was like oh he's so creepy and weird and like what is he but like I also felt so bad for him the whole time and I was like this guy is ending the world everybody's a melty pile of bones and flesh and i'm like i feel bad for this guy <laughs> really uh, well because he out. feels like he doesn't want to do it right i think yeah. that's the other conflict of it like, like really like he's like, he's like, he's like don't hate to, like, me don't hate me promise me he's like don't hate me you. and he's like trying to talk people <laughs> like, into being like I, hey i, I fell really in love with humanity should... yeah and i still have to do this right and he saw the humanity in this group of people oh come and on, what a weird group of people to find the humanity in because none of them are great people but no they're not all terribly likable yeah, he just had some crappy friends. I mean, like, so let, let's let's wrap this up. All right, so uh, overall, good book. I think, Travis, you started reading volume two. Andrea and I are both like, yeah, we'd read volume two for sure. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going on. Um, so let's wrap this. Anything else we want to add about The Nice House on the Lake? Uh, it'd be a great uh, streaming series. I mean, oh, yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. A very, a very, uh, and you got enough characters where you could have enough like character piece. It does feel one like a set, Netflix like show, you have right? like that one, pretty much that one set. I mean, you could, yeah, spend yeah. a lot of money on the the other stuff, you know, because everything else is just in a really nice lake house. I yeah. would like it to be an HBO series because they're always a little more rich than the Netflix ones. It ended up being a Max series, and it wouldn't be. as <laughs> Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a Max series, and you're like, damn, Max. Put it on Max. Oh, I was hoping it'd be. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, good book. I think we all would recommend it to someone to read it. Uh, the spooky season keeps trucking along, everybody. Please make sure you turn in. Next episode is going to be a variant edition uh, that Andrea is also on. It's a pitch club. So, come back for that yeah. pitch club. Folks, remember you can find the podcast at comicexposure.com or your favorite podcast app. Like it, rate it, review it, share it with your friends, whatever you do. Uh, and we'll see you next trade.